Hey guys, welcome back to the What's up, everybody? I'm Armin, I'm Seth, and this is my co-host, JJ, also known as Junior Wolf. Are you rapping? Like, <laughs> jeez, bro, that would that be like one of the fastest you've done, not even gonna lie. Probably. Anyway. Probably. Guys, I'm gonna give you an apology right now. This episode's gonna be scuffed. Oh yeah, it's gonna be very, very scuffed. We spent no approximately doubt. five seconds thinking of the topic, and this was five seconds ago. Actually, no, yes. we've been recording for 30 seconds. This was 35 seconds ago. Okay, okay. Uh, hold on, I forgot to turn my side on, keep talking. Alright, so, today we're gonna be talking about, uh, the, the, making content creation a career. So we're gonna talk about some YouTube, we're gonna talk about Twitch, TikTok, all that kind of stuff. You know, how people like Ninja are streaming on everything, and just a whole bunch of stuff like that. Yeah, Ninja, why would you do that? It's bro, so, like, weird, It bro. is so hilarious when I'm scrolling through TikTok, and I just see Ninja streaming. <laughs> Yeah, I'd imagine so. That's and kind of a odd thing to see. Well, not just that, but just like the screen, right? Like that just doesn't fit the format of vertical content. Yeah. I mean, hey, people can watch it. Like it's it's there. It's yeah, for no, people to watch, that's... but it's not meant to be there. Do you know what else is really funny? The amount of Fortnite streamers I see on TikTok that are hacking. Like, I quite literally just see them spinning around just aimbot wall hacks and everything, and they're just chilling there, streaming themselves hacking. Yeah. It's not, that's it, not an odd thing either. I see that almost every time I'm on there. And it's just like, how? Because the moderators don't look at TikTok to find their cheating streamers. No, but I mean... It still should be kind of obvious that they're cheating oh, when they're spinning be. around. It should be. Like, it keyword should be. <laughs> That's a whole other topic. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to talk about just, like, the general, like, career of content creation. It's, it's going to be interesting because this is definitely, like, the era for it, right? Like, it, in our lifespans, it not only started, but I think it's finally reaching, like, where a lot of these creators are finding an ending in their careers, which doesn't make a lot of sense, if I'm being completely honest, because it's been, what, like, 15 whole years of YouTube or something All like right, that? Right. I, think, I can oh, tell you, I more. can tell you how long. We're going to look up Kid Because it came zoo. out 2002 or 2003, I think, is when YouTube started. We're going to look up Day at a Zoo. No, 2005, 18 right? years ago. 2005. 18, okay. Cool. Two 18 years ago. So, 18 years of YouTube. We're finally seeing, like, the long-term creators wanting to just take a step back and be done, you know? Yeah. Which is kind of weird. And, obviously, there have been people who have, like, retired and left along the way. Like, we're not saying that hasn't happened. But, in terms of, like, the people who this was their job and, you know, they aren't going to be looking for another one after this, like, they're, they're, they're being done. It's... Yeah. It's... And, and like like you said, right? like it, this isn't new, right? I feel like it's kind of obvious. The main thing we're talking about is um. Okay, I just okay. Side thing, ten nineties out. When does it drop? Is it at nine? Is it at ten? I thought it was at seven thirty. I don't understand, but it's live. <laughs> Bruh. Anyway, uh, obviously Matt Pat just uh, made his video. And this is like, which, okay, quick side note. I feel like we have to kind of side note for this one. 
Did you, like, look at the internet after that happened? There was a lot, yeah. Like, he was trending on Twitter for, like, I think six or seven hours straight, which is, like, insane for something to be trending for that long. Yeah. Especially just, like, a solo creator. And I couldn't, like, make it five posts on Twitter without another one being about him or about, like, content creators because of him. Cool. And then, you know, hop over to Reddit, same thing. Hop over to YouTube. Now all my YouTube thumbnails are, like, including MatPat. It's like, this guy made such an impact, and it's... I just saw anime kind and of insane. Facts. Yeah. It's kind of insane just to... Yeah, no. I don't know. It's... See that, you know, he's, he's finally ended. He was one of the big dogs, you know? I mean, yeah. One of those people who started way back when. He's been going. He's been growing. And, you know, starting, like, a whole business empire... And he's done. Yeah. Well, I think you gotta... You, you can't be so dramatic. He's not completely done. He's just not the face yeah. anymore. Like, he's still going to be making theories. He's still going to be, like, doing live for all summer. Huh? He said he's not going to be, like, actually writing scripts not or anything. Not the full He'll thing, be but he's still going to be working like, on Say they theories. make a FNAF theory and they need, like, you know, the god of FNAF to help them. Yeah. He's going to be there. But he's still, but there's other projects that he said he wanted to work on. And he's going to be mm -hmm. doing, like, what? Uh, what was that? Like, a game post? Fashion. Fashion show. Fashion show. Oh, yeah. Fashion show. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's still stuff this year. And this isn't just, like, the the nine, ep the ten episodes of Pat or whatever he's called it. This is, like, going mm -hmm. the whole summer. Like, he will, he's not completely going away. He's just not the face because you got to realize he's the face of fashion, uh, food, game and film for 13 years and he has a gaming channel and so a like, live stream to yeah all five of those channels he has to dedicate all of his time to not only helping write record and consult on the editing for all of them he has not slept for 15 years 13 <laughs> like this man Thir okay whatever exaggeration but the point is he he needed to divvy it up to other people he needed to have time to live life so well not just that but there's the other big thing that we're seeing a lot of youtubers around this age happen because a lot of mm -hmm. these people started when they were in high school or early college right they're like 17 through 20 is when they started and what yeah. if they had since then children we're seeing matt pat dan tdm pewdiepie all these other youtubers are also leaving because when you're doing uh, trying to be like really big and consistent on YouTube, it takes a lot of time. People don't realize that like, you have to spend, okay, let's say gaming, because we both do gaming, right? Let's take a Fortnite yeah. video. Let's say like the one chest challenge. Well, I need to get that chest. I need to make sure I have decent stuff. That could take a few hours. It could take me, because right now, even when I'm not doing that, it could take me an hour or two to win a game. Well, then I need to add a challenge. It could take me three, four hours of just playing the video game then i have to take all that content maybe some of the losses the win cut it up add the music make the thumbnail because i need to make it an engaging thumbnail and then i also need to add the tags i need to make the description for the links to my products and this and that and then i upload it like that's like five six yep. hours a day for one video and some of these people like dan gm used to do two videos a day 
Yeah, and the schedules get very crowded. So and like practically no time for anything else. It's like Matt Pat, right? Imagine what his his schedules look like, where he has to not only write scripts, do research for the scripts, verify those scripts, work with other content creators. Depending on that, he has to then once he finishes that, then he has to send it to the editors who do all his goofy faces and silhouettes of him and mm-hmm. other creators and the game that he's uh, making a theory on. Then he has to make the thumbnail and this and that, and then it's up. Like it takes, and imagine that for what, a theory a week for five different channels, four different channels. Yeah, pretty insane. That doesn't leave a lot of time for your kids. And some of these people like Dan Tedium have two kids. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, it gets pretty chaotic for a lot of them. And you know, while Matt Pat does joke about how he hasn't slept in all those years, you know, he he does still try to find time for all of those, you know, normal people life things. But, you know, this is just a way that he gets to actually enjoy all of the fruits of his labor now. You know, he has a kid. He has, you know, a nice house. He has a company he's built. And now he gets to sit back, look at what he's done, and pursue the things that he's wanted to do because of that. So I think another big thing... So that's, that's video concentration, like a lot of time. I think another thing is streamers. People don't realize just how hard it is, because especially on Twitch, you have to consistently stream. If you're taking time off, you're not growing. You're falling off hard. You have to consistently stream. And that takes a lot of time. You just, you can't stream for one or two hours every once in a while. That's one reason why I do it on YouTube, because on Twitch, you can't do that. But then it yeah, gets... Twitch is not as sustainable for the people who, you know, because, you know, there are VODs, right? But not permanent VODs and not as entertaining VODs. So while on YouTube, you know, you can upload your VOD and people can go back and watch it and still, you know, be entertained by what happened. It's different on Twitch, right? You can't, you can't really do that as well. And it's not as engaging to the viewer as, you know, being there for the actual live stream itself. Yeah. So it's just not to mention you're not going to be making money off no. of that VOD on Twitch because you know I don't believe they yeah. get ad rolls on VODs and I don't obviously they can't get like super chats and stuff like that. Stuff so on them. yeah. So not only do you have to be streaming constantly, but even uploading the old Without, stuff it doesn't make do you it. money like it does on YouTube. So it's a lot more involved than YouTube is. I think that's where we're seeing a lot of these dual streamers streaming on multiple places. Like, Ninja streams on almost everything. He streams on, like, uh, Kick, Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok. Like, everywhere for that maximum engagement. And when you're able to stream at multiple places, that's really nice because you're making money all of there. And if, say, you're on TikTok and you want to see the better one, well, then you're going to go to YouTube and then you're going to make more money because YouTube has better monetization. Um, I also wanted to mention... Do, have you you've heard of Tifu, right? I know I've mentioned him yeah. once or twice. Yeah. Do you do you know how much he had to stream one time for his contract? <laughs> how much? A hundred thirty hours per month. In in a month. Ooh. That's that is a lot, and it has to be specifically yeah. Twitch. Like. Yeah, that's that's kind of insane. Like. If you think like a usual job, right? Like right now I'm technically working a full-time job, which is about 40 hours a week, right? 35 to 40. So if I'm doing that every week, I could get to how many hours did you say? Uh, 130. 
130. So I just did it 40 times 4, 160. That's almost full time. Mm -hmm. And he's under contract. It's almost a full time job. And you lose your job if you don't make all those hours. Yeah. So you don't get the privilege of sick days. You don't get nearly as many off days, you know. You have to be streaming that entire time and you have to make that content engaging as well because you while people do like the subathon things where they'll sleep on stream that's like not really engaging content people will watch because oh yeah, well he's sleeping he's people. sleeping on stream yeah but you have to actually like play games or talk to stream or i don't know watch things if you're not going to get stricken down for it you know and i think with something like that is if that can bring us to another point of this entire topic is burnout if you're playing the same game every single day for 10 hours, but you have to, that's the other thing. People don't realize, oh, let me just do YouTube because it's fun. Well, when you get to the point where you are literally doing that thing for 30 to 40 hours a week because it is your job, that loses so much of that hobby enjoyment of it. Yeah. And like, I yeah. enjoy making YouTube videos right now as is. Like, I, I have a good time. I have a good time streaming. I have a good time making my video essays, but... When it comes to, like, if I had to do that every day, make, like, you know, a solid 20-minute video of me playing a game, edit it down, all that kind of stuff, every single day, I would absolutely be so tired of it. Like, you have no idea. Even just my, you know, older videos from, like, gosh, Outer Wilds, that's a good example. Yeah. I edited those, you know, I recorded two-hour chunks and then edited down into different videos. You know, the editing process alone probably took me two hours per 20 minute video which is probably more than it would have if i were more familiar with the software but it's still a long time for a 20 minute video yeah and doing that every single day suddenly i have less time for everything else and i lose a lot of the interest that i originally had in it because i'm doing it so repetitively yeah it it gets a lot that's one reason why i like to stream the way i do and like upload the videos I do like sure let me add some music but let me just upload a full game right like because I enjoy playing the game if people want to watch me play the game or, or chat while I stream like while I stream okay but I'm not like too worried right now even if I grow to two three five thousand subscribers I'm still probably going to keep it somewhat this with the occasional maybe if I do a Minecraft series right that might be a little mm -hmm. bit more edited where I'm jumping because you know if you're watching somebody break trees for five minutes that's not super engaging yeah so something like that but when i'm talking like playing fortnite i generally keep it uncut except maybe i cut out me not fighting anyone for the first 10 minutes yeah and i feel like that's the thing too is like in this generation where people see like oh streamers are so cool i want to be a streamer they'll start streaming and it'll just be a, like a casual thing right it'll become their hobby they'll come home from school or work and they'll start streaming right They'll just play a game and it'll be mellow like they're playing a game any other way, right? They'll just play it as they would, make comments along the way, maybe a joke or two, and if somebody pops in, they'll talk to them. But then when it gets to like, oh, you actually have people subscribing, you have viewers, then not only do you have that extra pressure, you have to also be more entertaining. You have to make sure that the gameplay is constantly fast-paced, you know? It takes out of what you were doing at the same time, right? That game that I might have had a great time playing originally is now... <clears throat> cough. I'm not choking on myself. It's now, you know, a hassle to try and get through because you have all that 
expectation behind yeah. it. You mentioned fast pace. I think that brings up a good point. Maybe we can talk about Mr. Beast and TikTok. Just that like type yeah. of content where before it's kind of like what I do, right? It is quite literally just a raw 20 minute video of gameplay. That's like what Dan TVM like Pixelmon back in the day used to be. Even the Diamond Dimensions, it used to be just raw like 20 minute gameplay. Yeah. And now we look at something like, did you see the new Mr. Beast video? Not the newest one, but a couple of the ones. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I feel so bad. Do you know, I didn't realize, uh, did you see the title of it? No. It's, uh, you, you have to defend your $500,000 or it burns or something like that. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's the same thing that he did in the, like the challenge video where he had to, four different challenges, you have to defend it. Do you know who the guy was that, that had to defend the money? <laughs> was the same guy from the laser video that lost oh, no. 250. It was rough, but like you watch it and like you can't even do transitions. Now, obviously he does it as a joke, but people enjoy it. Like the constant explosions and this and that, like fast pace. And I think that mm -hmm. brings us into our lovely world of TikTok. Yeah. In today's society, it is hard to keep people's attention. You know, everyone is constantly doing things. And I will say... One person made a great point the other day. I don't remember where I saw it. It might have actually been Matt Pat now that I think about it. But he said something along the lines of, in today's world, we are so low on time that we don't have as much time as we did back then to sit down and watch a 20-minute YouTube video, right? We, on lunch break at school or, you know, before we drive home from work, we just need that little bit of, you know, dopamine, that tiny dopamine hit. So we hop on like TikTok or Instagram reels or whatever you, you use, right? You hop on, watch a few clips and then get back to what you were doing. We don't have time to watch a 20 minute video in pieces, right? We need that thing to hold our attention just for as long as we need it to. I, yeah, I agree with that. I do think that's harsh, not, not like, when I say partially, it's, it's again, not that it's wrong. But then it's like, you know, people are doing It's a that. great supporting factor as to why it's happening. Yeah, it's, it's not the entire reason. Because it's like, you might see that and people are like, oh, so that's the only reason. Well, that doesn't explain when you sit there for two hours scrolling through TikTok. You had plenty of time to watch multiple 20 minute videos. Yeah, it it becomes, it's, it's an addiction, right? It it's is. It's literally an addiction. Like you get that tiny dopamine hit and you want to scroll to the next one to see if that one's a dopamine hit. I, it's funny, I always kind of related it to gambling because, like, it's you want to see what happens next, right? You want to scroll to the next one. Is it a good one? Is it a bad one? You know, it's kind of like a slot machine. You want to pull the lever every time until maybe you get something good. Maybe it's another loss, you know? You have no idea. So it's really just like a game of chance. You're, you're scrolling just to see if that next one is good, if, if it was worth scrolling that one last reel, you know? Yeah. Which is nice on TikTok that you could have, like, I feel like it's hard. Uh, I wish both had this, where I wish you could have a subscriber-only, like, for you page. Like, it I is. love that. Because on TikTok, I only, like, I follow so many different anime creators. And I wish I could just go to, like, you have your My Friends page, but they have to add you back then. If I can just go yeah. to my following list... I can guarantee scroll and I know that I'm going to get something good because it's one of these people that I enjoy. Like every single video that they watch, I enjoy. Maybe I don't yeah, watch I agree. the full three minutes on TikTok, right? Because you get up to 10 minutes, but I'm generally mm -hmm. going to enjoy it versus having yeah. some really, really, really random crap. 
I will say, MadPat had said a little while ago, uh, he did a video about another one of those like state of media things he does and he had said that we're kind of in a spot right now with all these short form contents where it's taking the creator out of the digital video creation but i almost disagree because the most memorable videos and tiktoks that i see are the ones by people that i recognize people that pop up very often like there's this one girl that's like what's shaking bacon in every every video and i immediately recognize her anytime she pops up or you know there's the fast food secrets guy you know oh oh i know exactly who you're talking phone. about yeah. did you see who did he collab with he collabed with someone i think it was kevin hart yeah did you see that i i think i saw something about that That was app. so wild it's just he's doing the classic thing he zooms in and all of a sudden yo i need to talk to you i'm like wait is that kevin hart mm -hmm. and they sit down and they're talking about making his own sauce because i guess that fast food secret guy has a restaurant chain uh -huh. what yeah dude you know I, I there are so many of those creators out there that i instantly recognize from reels and stuff like that so while yes short form is kind of taking away from that i also think it's adding to it in its own way and i kind of wish a little tangent here but i kind of wish things were more designed like twitter slash x is where it has you know the recommended page and it has the for you page for you only brings up stuff you are following it only brings up new things from who you are following and you can, you, you can scroll all the way to the top that way you're all caught up on you know the people you want to watch the videos you want to see and then if you want to keep watching you swipe over to the recommended page and you can scroll to your heart's content you'll see some familiar stuff you'll see some new stuff algorithm recommendations stuff like that you know i kind of wish most of them were structured like that that way we could still keep up with those creators that we really like, you know, the people we follow because, oh, I like his content or I like her content, you know? Another thing that X does is um, you have your your groups that you join. So, like, I have my For You following and then I have One Piece. Like, I, I joined the One Piece. And imagine you can do that where you can maybe put in hashtag One Piece and any video that has hashtag One Piece will show up. And you could only be watching One Piece content, like shorts on TikTok or YouTube shorts or whatever. Yeah. That'd be such a nice way to have it organized. Yeah, I agree. I think this short form content obviously is still in its early stages, right? Despite us having it for a few years, like it's still not to the point where it could be considered like a permanent thing. Like, um, I forget who said it, but they said like, TikTok is just now learning that, you know, they kind of have to take responsibility for all of their copyright infringements. And so as of now, they're starting to grow up and become a solid like video platform because, you know, they have to pay their creators, they have to make sure they're not, you know, committing any crimes, breaking any laws, stuff like that. You know, the law is coming after them finally. TikTok so, ban in March. Remember that? Yeah. It's fun. But yeah, that... It's, it's happening, you know, and if it sticks around through all of this, then I think it definitely will stick yeah, around I for longer, you know, it might fine. stick around as long as YouTube has, they, but it's I going never, to have to grow, it's going to have to change, really and did. I think some of these changes are quite necessary if short-form video is going to be as, you know, prominent in internet history as YouTube has been. So I quickly want to say three things, and we can go into them the order that you want. Well, you kind of mm -hmm. mentioned this. TikTok, like their payment. It's so bad mm -hmm. that so many people switch from TikTok, even though they have less following, to YouTube because it makes more money. There was one guy, because of the change that I saw, that does one piece TikToks. 
and he quite literally because of the, the changes that tiktok made he pretty much lost his job like he had to find a yeah. job he had to move because he lost his income so we, we could maybe talk about that like some more income stuff um but then another thing you said was like the changing right like learning and stuff like that it's still relatively new uh because i remember i used to have tiktok and i deleted it and then when i remade my new account i'm instantly back in like the anime like threads everything oh i remember mm-hmm. all these people that i literally have not seen in like two or three years yeah like there's some people that are on youtube but aren't as prevalent on youtube like at all and like there's one guy that i'm seeing in my mind right now it's like i quite literally have not been watching this guy but here i here i am again watching him and then third i think matt Petal uh said this too just how youtube isn't gonna be there for, we don't we don't know if it's gonna be there and I think a good mm-hmm. idea that we can maybe talk about is just how TikTok's changing, but look at how YouTube has changed over the years. We quite literally have eras of YouTube. Like, remember the adpocalypse and, like, these quite mm-hmm. literally defining eras. And I think that's another reason maybe we can talk about uh, people leaving. Imagine how much stress you have to go through when quite literally you do not know how to make money from your platform because the ch- rules keep changing and they don't even know yeah it's definitely an interesting concept to introduce like if your job like if you came to work every day and were told here's a rough idea of how to do your job now you have to figure out the rest and if you do it wrong you're not getting paid today it's like oh well that makes things pretty dang difficult now doesn't it <laughs> Just so you know off. it's it's interesting but i I think recently, especially, YouTube has been a lot more reliable for that kind of thing. Oh, In the for past sure. is a completely separate story. Yeah. You know, Coppa came out of nowhere and, you know, the whole cursing scandal was like I, I still remember wild. Captain Sparkles doing, um, I just remember like different YouTubers and they were saying, oh, I have to curse in the first 30 seconds or else it's going to be marked for kids. But then it switched to if you curse in 30 seconds, you instantly get demonetized. And I remember Captain Sparkles, I used to watch his reaction channel. And he switched to saying fork and short <laughs> because he had to make sure he he said those words or else he would quite literally lose income of that video. And this yeah, is when it was on pretty his main insane. channel too, where he got a lot more views. They went really drastic with a lot of it. And to be honest, most of it's not even YouTube's fault. Like the way they implement things is a little bit of their fault, but advertisers are just so picky these days that it gets demonetized because the advertisers wouldn't want to advertise on that video. It's not even YouTube making that decision. It's them saying, hey, we'd love to still give you money, but nobody's going to want to put their ads on this video. They don't want to look bad in, in this, you know, cursing YouTuber. So, yeah. Which, frankly, doesn't make sense to me because there are Hollywood shows that are much worse that you can watch on Hulu with ads. So, what? <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't necessarily... It makes sense that it doesn't make sense type of thing. Like, I understand, right? Especially with with now and it's messed up. But a lot of the majority is kids. So we're trying to make sure that if we are advertising, we don't want to... We're going to try to get the bigger population. And most of that's kids that might tell their parents or something. Is that messed up? Sure. But are we going to be able to get around that? No, that's going to keep happening. Um, (laughs) But again, it's also stupid because... Oh no, he says the D word you're not making any money now but he's playing minecraft or roblox like yeah i don't know <laughs> it's so it's so 
not messed up. I don't want to say messed up because it there is logic to it in a way. Yeah. But it's such an awkward way to, you know, have a career based on, right? Like you're you're so unsure all the time and even if you think you're stable, you're not because, you know, what if YouTube gets hacked for a day, right? Like that's way out of the picture because Google's like this big company, like they have a lot of stuff in place to make sure that doesn't happen. But hypothetically, if it did, that's like millions of people losing their jobs for that entire day. Yeah. That means like no income for that entire day. And that one day, whether or not you think it is, is a huge portion of their paycheck. Like, think about, like, if you quite literally are, are getting views, let's say, okay, we're, we're going to round because this is very wrong. Let's say you're a YouTube creator and you're on shorts, right? And every single day you're getting, maybe you're not super big, maybe you're getting 100,000 views per day. Maybe you do one to two to three shorts and you add up to 100,000 views and you're getting four cents per view. So 100,000 times 0. 0.04. $4,000, like, that's $4,000. Obviously, that's very wrong, but you can see how that adds up. Like, that's one day that is four grand that you're missing out on. Mm -hmm. So, like, people rely on, you know, having that money be there, and if, you know, for some reason, I don't know, the rules change, terms of service change, the law comes, something like that, you know, you're losing that money because, you know, this company was unreliable that day. So it's you're definitely putting a lot of your your life in that company's hands whether it be tiktok youtube or what yeah and i think that's a, a good thing that we're seeing a lot more now yes youtube is what 100 percent i think is the best platform right now for content creation you can do mm -hmm. shorts you could stream you can make videos and you're able to grow whereas on twitch unless you're like non-stop streaming you're not growing and tiktok Sure, my first three videos on my, my TikTok got 600 views. Do you realize how hard it is to make money, though, and how little money you make, though? It's not sustainable. You What most of these content creators do is they switch to YouTube. But that doesn't mean YouTube is foolproof and the best. So what now more people are doing is they are streaming on multiple places or doing other types of creation, whether that be Cypher PK with his quite literally like full content creator studio or merch right like so many different people do merch because that is a better and almost more consistent income than this video not picking up well enough or not getting the uh the sponsor that you want so you just lose yeah. out on so much money like not to keep going in circles here but if you look at uh what matt pat did here with his theory channels right he had his own merch for a while right like typical game film food theory merch they released it through creator inc right yeah that's his youtube merch but he's been saying for years that he doesn't want to keep doing that he wants to create a actual clothing brand that can sustain itself without the theory channels he wants to you know boost it with the theory channels you know promote it and stuff like that make sure it's good quality but he wants it to be able to sustain itself just in case anything ever happens. And that's what he did recently, right? He launched, I, I think it's still theorywear.com, but it's its own website now separate from Creator Inc. And they're launching merchandise that 
isn't inherently branded as you know game theory right like there's ob obvious nods to it and some of the stuff like his one line says game theory on it yeah and that's you know your it's typical like you're merch, gonna have but... that logo like no matter what they yeah. do they're gonna have their some like whatever but his most recent line was like his winter line and he launched you know a cool aurora borealis jacket right for the snow that also had matching snow pants and then he had a uh, a colorful blazer you know for formal wear like he's launching pieces of clothing that are not only unique but also not inherently you know internet nerd junkie you know it, it could sustain itself somebody completely uninterested in the theory channels could see that and go oh that's a cool piece of clothing i want to buy it and so that is a very smart way to use that popularity and help you create something that will sustain itself even when you know your normal job won't and while sure i'm i don't think that brings in nearly as much money it's something right it's something that you know will stay you yeah. know, sustainable like i said over it's consistent time. sure you're not making a hundred thousand dollars in a month or something because you had like three viral videos but you're gonna have consistency you don't have to worry about ads or this and that mm -hmm. another youtuber even, it's even if it's only like yeah, I don't know, a thousand, two thousand a month. That's two thousand dollars a month that is pretty much guaranteed, even if your YouTube is down. Yeah. Um, another YouTuber, I don't know if I, I know you know the YouTuber, I don't know if you know of this, is Cypher PK. He has a clothing brand too, and it's not quite like sort of like Dan TDM that just has the diamond minecart and stuff, or Mr. Beast with his hundred mil merch or something. It's called Metal Umbrella. Like it is a full clothing brand with multiple releases for seasonal, just like that. Like, it is a full clothing brand. And I'm not sure if there's even Cypher PK merch. Metal Umbrella is, like, a lot of anime-type stuff. So I know you probably okay. won't know the specific articles of clothing. But it's a full thing. Yeah, honestly, I I think there's odd connections between Cypher and MatPat in, you know, a lot of their thinkings in terms oh. of the business side of things. Because even Cypher's growth over the past few years has been, like, okay, we need a big HQ, we need to expand as a company instead of just a channel and, you know, get some different, like, pointers down. Like, right, you said the clothing brand is yeah. one big thing. He wanted to, you know, launch that, uh, I don't know what the word is, program f to boost new creators. Just, I don't I don't know what it's called, but, like, just Odie Studio, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, but, like, they're, they're expanding out further from just, I'm a YouTuber or I'm a streamer and, you know, making it more of a... I'm using this popularity that I gained that I know was probably temporary to create something that will be permanent. Because even if, you know, Cypher steps down like MatPat did, Oni Studios is still there. Oh, yeah. Oni Studios, Oni Studios will live on and the people that Oni endorses will now have some trust in them because Cypher built that with the trust that he gained from his fans. So I'm not sure when it started, but like, this has been going on since maybe chapter two. Like, it's been going on for like four years, Metal Umbrella. I'm trying to find the date and I couldn't find it. And like, I, I don't know if any other YouTubers have quite as large, because these guys, like you said, are almost corporations versus a, a single channel. But then even like people like MrBeast and DanTDM do have significantly like a decent amount of merch. And then you also have sponsorships right we talked about that a few times but then you have sponsorships like dmtm with youtubes it's a whole other line of income yeah yeah i i think youtubes is an interesting one especially because you know it's 
in the name, it makes it immediately sound like, oh, they're doing YouTuber figures, but no, they got, like, anime figures, like, they're almost to the level of pop, but, like, more in-depth and detailed. Yeah. So they have, like, all these different characters, and, you know, it's, like, official game merch, stuff like that, like, they're pretty in-depth there, and the creators get a cut because, you know, people are being drawn into the YouTubes because of that creator. Hold up, wait, Cypher P, his name is Ali Hassan? Yeah. I don't know. Bruh. Anyway. That's a name and a half. That is. Uh, yeah, no. It's because I've, we've, we've kind of mentioned it and, and we're kind of bouncing back and repeating ourselves. That's because there's just so much commonality and differences on all these different sources and the different parts about it. But just again, with like income, it's just kind of scary how flimsy it can be. Like I keep seeing more people being scared of their of losing their job almost <laughs> yeah there's especially now right like we've seen all of these different eras change right we've seen youtube go through the adpocalypse and you know the kappa scandal and all that stuff we've seen it happen and so now people are um, more aware of what could happen and they're worried that it will happen and so they're trying to make preparations and set down these like safety guards just in case it happens and for some people it works better than others but in the end i think it definitely is you know teaching people to be more responsible with this you know possibly temporary fame that they have you know yeah here's another thing we can maybe talk about is we talked about some organizations like matt pat is very much not matt pat anymore it is a fool thing right because he, yeah, he, he fully sold like his channels like it is yeah. fully owned theorists um, so we could talk about how there could be some concern there. Not going to lie. When I first saw that and you said that about MatPat, I was worried. I thought something happened <laughs> because I remember Smosh. I don't know if you remember what happened with them. <laughs> and that's a whole other thing that obviously is not as big of a deal anymore. But what used to, ha I forget what they're called, but I remember watching so many different videos about this is back in the day you would like almost sign a contract with these people who would help promote you help fight copyright strikes like all that kind of stuff they would kind of be there with you and some of these most of these weren't good people and kind of screwed over their creators more often than not yeah they took a lot more of the money than they should have they kind of ignored the creators wishes for their ip and they didn't do much to remorse about it either when they were caught. So, like, it happened to a lot of the big creators. Smosh, especially, was, like, the main, like, in the spotlight one that had the worst of it. But, you know, even MatPat went through it, right? Like, where he worked for one of these companies and he saw, like, it was not good. And Maybe I saw MatPat do a film theory on it. That's probably where I saw it. He did a couple videos back then. Like, I, I know there's this one that always gets recommended to people for some reason these days. It was many years ago, but it's, it's just titled Losing the Battle. And it's him there on the couch, like, almost crying. So, I, when you said that, I looked back. And I remember, actually, I looked back at, like, the videos. And I remember when some of those videos came out. And I realized I've actually been here since film theory started. Mm -hmm. So, I remember, like, those types of videos coming out. And I, I don't think I was quite there with Smosh. I think either I wasn't around or I just wasn't a part of that community. Because I definitely was more gaming and they were more like vlogging. But I remember yeah. it's not just those 
uh, organizations helping them. But the reason I mentioned Smosh with like MatPat and uh, Cypher is they actually were like a proper organization. Like they had multiple channels. It was a lot bigger thing than just a small channel. And they mm -hmm. sold their channel like MatPat did. And that's why I said I was kind of worried because eventually it went 180 real fast. And what happened is, like you said, like they just don't care about their creators. And it's just these people, their black suits that think they know what they're doing, but they don't. Mm -hmm. And they're telling which I yeah I would fully trust MatPat to like know what he's doing in that scenario because you know this guy is well seasoned. Oh in yeah, all no. of these things. So I, I have no doubt that he would do his research and make sure that that company is trustworthy, which is why I wasn't immediately worried as that it was like the company specifically because yeah. you know he made it sound like these guys can be trusted like they gave him almost complete power when he asked for it over pretty much anything in the company so i think you know in terms of that it's not inherently bad right now but yeah no i who knows i wasn't honestly. too worried it's just that it happened before i'm worried it's happening again but i remember when matt pat made a video about selling it and i remember he <laughs> said like he's confident like you know, like you said, he has a lot more control. So I wasn't like inherently worried. It's almost just like PTSD, like, oh crap, here we go again. Here's a great content creator that got screwed over by the men in black people in suits. Just worst case scenario. But yeah, luckily yeah. it's not that. And I do think it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Definitely. I'll be crying over the next few weeks as his final theories come out. Yeah, no, it's... And uh, is he doing a theory per channel per week? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, like, that's a yeah. lot. Obviously, he probably had a good bit of it already worked on, but just a lot to cover. <laughs> but, yeah. So, there's that. What else do we want to talk about? We thought I talked about a little bit of everything. Do you want to talk about the stupid kick? Or rumble? The stupid kick? kick rumble those stupid things that think they're all better than youtube <laughs> i don't think it's the platform i think it's the specific like creators of them that think they're better which is okay okay so kick and rumble you know small streaming and video platforms i think a lot of them because of you know why they were created it fosters a weird community like i'd, I'd say rumble especially is mostly there because of you know youtube's political stance and how they don't like certain political takes they'll like take them down or ban channels for it and so rumble's there for those people because rumble barely bans anything yeah. and so all of those people go to rumble to i don't know have their podcasts or whatever over there and then you got kick which is like hey we're better than twitch because we're gonna pay people more and you have to do less but like that's not sustainable so they're going to crash and burn, and I think people know that, but, you know, they're still hopping on the bandwagon because they're like, oh, what if, you know? A lot of those... Twitch is obviously going downhill. A lot of people downhill. are getting paid, too, like, contract. Like, hey, come come do kit, but you don't have to stop streaming on Twitch, either. That's the big thing. Because hey. it's hard. Because Kick, I don't like, because, like you said, it's, it's not really the platform. It's just the people that are there, and it just feels very, very political. Like, if I go there, I'm not going to be able to enjoy my general anime gaming and news stories it's going to be it feels like it's going to be heavily political because that's kind of the only ads i see what i see the <laughs> rumble commercial it's like 
YouTube with this huge stack of papers or something. It's like Rumble. Oh, you just come join and you're good. Yeah. Constant. It's, yeah. It's a little, a little bias, I guess. I don't know. But that's, I feel like yeah. in order to have a balanced community like YouTube and Twitch do as of now, you kind of have to be more open. Like it's those tricky spots that really bring people in and make people intrigued by how your system works, right? And so if you are claiming like, oh yeah, you're not gonna get banned and we'll pay you a lot of money and just come be over here. It's like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do over here? Yeah, and I feel like for, so that's Rumble, right? But then Kick is the streaming. It's hard for that one because I want something else to be Twitch. Because Twitch is as a whole other problem with constantly just do you remember the whole, do you want to talk about the censorship problem that happened the other day? Oh my gosh. The other day was like a week long, bro. I mean like the other day by the time it's all over, because guess what? It's completely gone now because again, yeah. it's not consistent. Yeah. So Twitch, like over the past week or two has had trouble. There's always going to be those people on Twitch, especially that kind of push the boundaries per se of and look for loopholes be... too. Not just the boundaries. Yeah, look for loopholes of what can be shown on stream uh, in terms of, like, I don't know, body parts or, you know, graphic content. So over the past few weeks, they've been very much nudging that line and seeing, like, how far they can go without getting banned and stuff like that. And they found a loophole where they could just use sensor bars to cover up the important parts. And... <laughs> If you went like a page deep into any of Twitch, that's all that was there, right? Like on the homepage, it's clean, you know? You got your usual like gaming content, you got your just talking streams. Then you go into any category and it's like 18 plus, come watch me play Overwatch with uh, filter bars. I don't know. But like, so stupid. That's not okay. Like, that's, that can't be happening. And so. Here's like, another thing I don't know if you remember is way back when, when Ninja originally stopped. And here's another thing, which is the other thing that kind of sucks about the kick versus Twitch. YouTube and Twitch are just kind of been here and they're like the grandfathers of these types of things. So they're, they're kind of always going to be here. I hope something beats uh, Twitch, but here's an example of that. Remember Mixer? <laughs> Does anyone use Mixer anymore? I don't think it exists. Bro. I don't think it exists no more. Exactly. Uh, but I remember when Ninja officially like left Twitch and went to Mixer. And do you remember what happened on on Ninja's Twitch channel? Uh, no. Didn't it just like go dark? It went dark. It had recommendations to other channels. <laughs> do you know what the first recommended was on Ninja? Who was I'd say somewhat <laughs> kid friendly, right? Like obviously. He's He's sus, but I'd say uh -oh. he's more kid-friendly than Amaranth. I don't remember specifically, but I know it was an adult film. Oh, brilliant. Love that. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you're using possibly, I think at this time, he was like the biggest Twitch YouTuber, right? Like he was, if not mm -hmm. the biggest, one of like top three, except for maybe like someone like XQC, like one of those types of people. So he's up there and they're now putting this, which they don't allow. It's just not consistent. This has been there for years, and now we're getting here, and now it's somewhat okay, and they're allowing partial things, Maybe. but nothing? And there are always going to be ways around the algorithm, right? Like, yeah. 
like there are plenty of ways to hide stuff on YouTube as well. Twitch isn't the only one at fault. However, YouTube does a much better job at making sure their algorithm doesn't interact with it. Oh. So wow. while it may be there, it's not getting recommended Cough, to any kids, kids watching. Don't hungry, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty it's, much. It's not YouTube's not completely innocent. It's just you're not hearing or seeing this every day. Whereas mm. someone like Ninja having their first thing being something like that, if you're op if you're on Twitch, I'm not on Twitch like ever, right? Maybe the occasional stream for rewards and Fortnite. But if I'm on Twitch, I'm going to be checking out Ninja probably because I'm a gamer. And to have that be my first thing, but maybe I'm I don't know a child. Because <laughs> I did not sign up for this. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's come on Twitch, and we've already done an episode on Twitch. It's just we have to talk about it because that is a career in this in this content creation. The two big careers are YouTube and Twitch for content creation. Mm -hmm. Now, on those, you have many different things. You have just chatting. You have gaming. You have cooking. You can have everywhere from vlogs to challenge videos like Mr. Beast. Right, like you have so many different types of creation, but it's on these two platforms. Can you think of anything else that I might be forgetting? Like I said, like TikTok is there, but monetization just isn't. So if you really want to make a career, it is either YouTube or Twitch. Yeah, pretty much. Or Spotify. You know, doing or, yeah, doing, Spotify, doing, you know, doing hosting your, our podcast, doing your trashy podcast that every stupid person then those rumble people do pshaw nah we got a great podcast you should totally follow guys and listen to all our other episodes and if you want you should join the discord and chat about it yeah tell us how much we suck <laughs> i'm just kidding why am i just yeah. kidding why did i say that yeah <laughs> you the one that said it what uh, this is this whole episode because we're kind of just rambling yeah, this is one of those where, like, we have so much to say, but it's not going to amount to anything. No, it's just also, like, repetitive, right? We can keep talking about mm -hmm. Twitch being stupid and TikTok being stupid, and we can always say that so many times. Yeah. I guess the final thought we should probably close on is, like, this is the end of a lot of those careers, right? Uh, I think I might have said it at the beginning. I can't even remember yeah. at this point, point. but... Like, like this we're reaching a point where a lot of those people who originally started their careers on youtube are finally like choosing to end right they're they're done, done. mad hat's done, done. stampy long nose is done, done. dan tdm is pretty much done like a lot of these guys I mean, even, even PewDiePie is done uploading little he had a bit, kid too. yeah like they're all just like either taking a huge step back and uploading very infrequently well, or like they're just completely done so we're kind of seeing like this is a drastically shorter career than most people, right? Like, well, most people start good. work at, like, minimums, like, 16. Yeah. Maybe if they're a late bloomer, they'll start at 20. And then nope. they'll work until they're, like, I don't know, 50, 60, then retire. That's generally That's how like it goes. 40 years of work. And then here we got YouTubers retiring after 10 to 15. But like that's insane. Like I said, like we we kind of mentioned throughout, they're retiring from that, but that does not mean they're completely done. And the nice thing about something like these two, right? Like say YouTube, because uh, I know you said it, you can't really do this on Twitch, but on YouTube, say that you do leave. Guess what's nice about YouTube? 
you're still making money. Like, sure, mm. it's not going to be much because you're making a lot of that money in that first 24 hours of the video being live, right? That's when you're getting kind of like, I forget who I was talking to, but like, let's look at something like <laughs> Call of Duty, right? Like, sure, you can make a good game and you can update it and you kind of like Fortnite, you know, you can do the microtransactions. Or how about you make a new game every year and you get a billion dollars right then and there because you have a new game. And I feel like YouTube's like that. Sure, you can update and like maybe kind of like Mr. Beast where he updated the, the thumbnails and stuff. And they're getting views, don't get me wrong. Like some of them very much grow and sometimes videos go viral three months after they're uploaded, right? Yeah, dude. But um, the mainstream is, the main income stream is that new video. But you're still getting those sponsorship deals and ad revenue from these people. It's like, Dan TDM, I still very much go back and rewatch that. And guess what? He's making from that money. And he doesn't have to touch anything. Yeah, it's it's definitely nice that, you know, YouTube gives people that privilege to, like, still be able to use yeah. that old content that they worked on to, you know, support their lives. Uh, but I don't know. I think it's, it's definitely interesting because when people retire normally they're retiring to you know a life where they don't have to work right and usually they're older so like they don't have much to aspire to but people retiring when they're like 35 40 now, now but like they still have so much they want to do in life right they they still have things they want to pursue and go I mean, after Matt had and said now that. he had so many projects he's been wanting to work on it he just couldn't yeah so now when once they've reached this point it's like instead of it being a retirement it's more of a move to the next thing you know like, like despite like, you know him being set for life if he if he wanted he could literally like go live in a cave somewhere with his family and like <laughs> honestly have so much money for that'd a be long a pretty time. crappy father though well it'd be a very luxurious cave but the point <laughs> is like this man is this, could... am, I, am i picturing like a mr beast type cave where he hires it and we got to pull you know, and everything you know, you in know there? like that that you know, you know, you could like in Minecraft when you like dig out the side of a mountain and then Bro. you know build your house into that side of the mountain. It's like that, like a very no, nice. No, no, no. Ready, ready. Final gig, final game three. How long does it actually take to make a Minecraft Hobbit hole in real life? Uh, and that's where Matt Pat lives for the rest of his days. <laughs> no, Come but on, that'd like, be a bomb, honestly, though. Probably would be. But yeah, like these people have money to do that and they could if they wanted, but they have much more they want to do. So they're going to now pursue the next thing, which, you know, could be anything along the lines of, you know, starting a company, you know, what working the? on some movie, Cough Cough Markiplier. Uh, you know, all these people have all these things they're doing. And just because they're stepping back from, you know, the thing that set them for life does not mean they want to stop working which is very different from the prior generation who once they were done, they were like done. Actually, I think one final point, I know it's kind of at the end, but I think this is an important point, especially with some of these people like who have families is we didn't really talk about this, the danger in, in being a content creator too. You want to go to conventions? It could go very south. You see it all the time. Streamers get swatted. That is terrifying. If you have a family, do you really want to be squatted by the FBI and have your child be held at gunpoint because some guy doesn't like you? Yeah. Like, that's, I think that could be another reason why, just because 
Did you see the story of, of the kid that hacked GTA 6 with a fire stick? Yeah. <laughs> when we have people like that, you're not safe. So if he yeah, really no, does not like not. you, you're getting swatted very easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a risky job. It, it can be very scary to people that, you know, there's always that risk of that one person on the internet who could ruin their lives. Yeah. But it, I guess it kind of explains why some people are more eager to, you know, not retire, but like get out of, you know, the forefront of the public public eye or much, we have you know? maybe this is a reason why we also have so many more vtubers and stuff like that or youtubers that just don't show their face like think noodles <laughs> sure he had a face cam do you remember his quote-unquote face cam yeah yeah it was like the iphone uh memoji or whatever <laughs> it's because it adds that now that was a whole other reason i remember i did see his face and he just wanted the, the, his viewers to keep their imagination which is so wholesome but it could be legitimately for a safety reason. You don't want people to know who you are. Especially when you're so large. When you go out in the public, it is so... I remember Tommy in it. I remember I watched. And when he eventually got so big and he got out in public, it's like you can't go anywhere because people recognize you. You go to school? Oh, no. I'm the Minecraft yeah. YouTuber. Yeah, it pretty much ruins your chances at having a normal life by choosing this career if you succeed that is yeah because if it's on the internet it's not leaving Whoa. so unless you're google then you can make it leave mm. i don't know about that yeah. everything's everywhere all at once exactly but do you know what Pretty else much. it's not it's nothing <laughs> everywhere nothing at all times at zero times. Nothing? The nothing? Yep. 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 Pretty much. And with that... Thank you for listening Thank to podcast this episode. Scuffed version 37. Yep. This, this, this was interesting. This was interesting. And if you want to be more interested, hit the bell. Subscribe. Be notified when we're going to have a new YouTube video and all the different places it's youtube iHeartRadio, apple podcast spotify yeah get all the good stuff so you and know when we do is for bonus yeah. content and so you know when we're gonna have another tangent because it's kind of called yeah nerd rant yeah <laughs> bye did i say the right thing yes bye <laughs>